It is Sunday. Oh man, it's been a long one. Jesus. Uh, August 1st or something. Yeah. Kind of tired, but I figured I'd get this done before, you know, get more tired or something. Got this paper I found today in a notebook. I used to write in a little bit whenever I was kind of inspired by a pretty influential band back in the late 60s. I don't know. You might have heard of them. You haven't. I don't know what's wrong with you. But anyway, it's Pink Floyd. And I just kind of had an outline of the history and the albums and the dates and the, you know, in order and the titles of the albums and kind of a description of which band member wrote what song and things like that. Um, kind of wordy and almost a full page front and back so I guess I'm going to go ahead and get started before this takes too long oh man but the title at the top is uh something I came up with off the top of my head whenever I was thinking about it or whatever uh, take it or leave it I don't care but it's a lifetime of Pink Floyd. Starting at the top is number one, 1967. First album. Which has a long and short story. And I'll try to make it shorter than it has to be long. Anyway. Piper at the Gates of Dawn refers to, well, the Piper refers to, if you look into, I'm not very religious and I don't read the Bible and haven't, I don't even remember ever reading the Bible, even whenever I was sitting in church a few times. When I was smaller, I went in Mississippi and a few times here and there with friends when I was younger in Missouri, but, you know, I mean, it's kind of the same story, no matter wherever you go, it's just wherever they're talking about, I don't know, can't really take it seriously, but, anyway, the Piper is referring to the devil, and at the gates of dawn is referring to the gates of, the pillar gates in heaven, so the Piper is standing at the pillar gates in heaven. Anyway, to start off every song except one was written by Sid Barrett, which is to explain his story is a long one, but I'll try to wrap it up. I think the first song it should be the first song, it's the first one I wrote down. It has a quotation, so 
this is back when I was in high school, man. So I don't even, I don't remember writing it, but. And I was looking off of the uh, sleeves from the CDs I bought. So, you know, it's not wrong. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Take up thy stethoscope and walk is the first song. And was written, what? Yeah, was written, what? Uh, I guess I, I don't know if I worded that right. Anyways, I guess I was written by Roger Waters. Sid Barrett is the main influence and maybe the only reason why Pink Floyd ever happened. And because he was the lead guitarist, the singer, the songwriter, and he also dictated the uh, time signatures of the songs, and he had a very strange time signatures, and even in the recording studio, and you can check it if you want, but don't waste your time, because I know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I've watched a video where people say that, or probably an engineer talking, and there are the people that do all the controls in the studio, or recording studio, and they were trying to get him to keep in a certain arrangement that makes sense and is normal to like normal music and he didn't have that in his head he had a different time signature happening that worked perfectly but didn't really totally make sense to everyone around him so that was part somewhat of his problem he was on he did a lot of hallucinogenics uh, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm pretty sure he did, but I'm going to always say supposedly with things like this because I wasn't there and I can't prove it, so and I didn't see him do it, so I don't know if it's true or not, so I don't, if I don't know it's true, I'm not going to say it's a fact. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he did a lot of stuff too much and he went kind of I don't know exactly what his mental condition was, but he kind of went insane. Anyway, he was, uh, to go elaborate anyway, real quick. At the end of his career, he would often, or sometimes, I don't know if it was often or sometimes, but whatever, doesn't matter. One time or two times is enough. If you're sitting on, if you're a lead singer and a guitarist and songwriter and you dictate the whole song, and you're sitting on stage and all of a sudden you're in the song and all of a sudden you like totally go off of the song and start playing something that doesn't even make sense to anyone and doesn't it is like really hard to listen to and or even not play at all and just like stare into the crowd like how would you describe it um 
you're looking into his eyes as he was staring into the crowd, it probably seemed like he was a doll or something because there was no life in his eyes or something. Like he was almost sleeping but awake, probably, from what I understand. But anyways, this is getting long. And we were only on the first album. Fuck. I'm not done with you. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Roger Waters bass guitar. Um, David Gilmore came in and replaced it after he left. Lead vocals. Guitar. Lead guitar. The savior, if you ask me. And the, one of the greatest guitar players. And he has a very unique, but at times very chilling and pretty voice. And lyrically, he's very he's very good at songwriting. Also, anyways, we're gonna skip to two. Oh no, we're not. Richard Wright plays the organ, piano, and he's also a very good singer. And David, what the? Oh no, Nick Mason plays the drums, and he's he's actually the only one that knows how to read music. And he is musically trained, and he actually knows how to play music. He knows how to play. Multiple instruments, basically. I'm not sure exactly how many or what they are, but he's really good at drums. And I am a drummer, and I have a lot of respect for Nick Mason. Number two, 1967-68, I saw Sir Full of Secrets. Ted Barrett's the last album. He only had two songs on this album. Well, I believe, and I don't even know if he made it to the recording studio. Uh, Roger Waters, Let There Be More Light, yeah, it's up the controls for the Sun, uh, Corporal Clerk, he wrote those, Roger did, Rick wrote, Remember Thy Days, and Seed, slash Saw, Sid Barrett, wrote, and, believe me, he recorded it somewhere for his own album. In the last attempt, he wrote Joke Band Blues. Sid Barrett, Roger, Rick, Nick, and David Gilmore filling in after Sid left, but that's kind of not right either, but actually it was David who filled in as Sid was unable to perform in concert or live at times and then when Sid left David took over number three 1967 Uma Guma one of the craziest albums you'll ever hear probably use a lot of crazy sound effects and stuff uh, mostly instrumental very psychedelic. Four. Nineteen seventy. Adam Hartmother. Adam Hartmother. Written by Mason Gilmore Waters and I'm not sure who this is, but G Sin. I'd have to look it up. I can't remember who that is. 
That's a question mark too, I think. So I'm not sure if I knew what that was back then either. So we're going to go ahead and skip to 1971 because you can figure out what those songs are on that tomorrow. Mother Metal. 1971, first three songs written by Gilmore and Waters, Stan Topaz, Waters, Seamus, Echoes, written by Mason Gilmore, Waters, and Wright, all together. That's all I wrote down for that. Six, 72 is obscured by clouds and this is a somewhat debatable or controversial or one of their not as well produced albums I'd say written by Waters and Gilmore when you're in was Mason Gilmore Waters right Burning bridges, waters, bright, or right. The gold, it's in the waters, Gilmore. What's uh, the deal? Also, waters, Gilmore. Mudman, there's Gilmore. Three, four, waters. And the great ending stay was all for that. Next side of the page, number seven, seventh album, June 72 to January 73, Dark Side of the Moon, one of the greatest songs ever. And it has got some words under it. Speak to me, Mason and Bree, Water, Gilmore, and Wright. On the run, Gilmore, Water. Gig in the sky, Rick. Money with Waters. Us and them with Waters and Wright. Any color? You like Gilmore Mason Wright brain damage and ellipse with waters. Gilmore vocals. Guitar CC F3. I don't know what that even means right now. Mason percussions, tape effects, right? Keyboards, vocals, CC SR3, waters, bass vocals. And also VCSR3, Tape Effects, Engineer Alan Parsons, and he has his own band, The Project, Alan Parsons, The Project. Assistant Peter James, Mixing, Supervised by Chris Thomas, Saxophone, Oz and Them, and Money by Dick Perry, Vocals on the Gig in the Sky, by Claire Tory, backing vocals by Doris Troy, Lucy, 
Just easy, Duncan. Riza Strike and Barry St. John. Back up what was going on. Gig in the sky, you know, that big song. There's only two more, so I'm almost done. Fuck. Alright, number eight, January through July, 1975. Wish you were here, also a great album. <clears throat> so I only created that I'm written. Uh, written about Sid Barrett. Can't remember. I just talked about him. He was a. <laughs> The first two albums, the singer and all the dudes that started the band. Anyway, if you listen to the song, he kind of talks about it. You know, black holes in the sky. You know, I think he's talking about his eyes look like black holes in the sky because he couldn't really see any white in his eyes or something. Probably. Anyways. Part one and two written by Gilmore Wright Waters. Welcome to the machine. And have a gun. Or have a cigar, I'm sorry. Written by Waters. Wish you were here. Written by Waters and Gilmore. Dick Perry saxophone on shine on. Roy Harper vocal on have a cigar. Recorded at Abbey Road. Studios, January through July '75, engineered by Brian Humphreys, assisted by Peter James. Thanks to Bernie Calder, Calder, I don't know if I said that right, and Phil Taylor. All lyrics by Ron Sure Water. Number nine. <clears throat> and also, right, um, it has a lot of underlying themes if you listen to the words. Dogs, pigs, animals. The title of this album is Animals. All songs written by Roger Waters, except Dogs. It was written by Gilmore and Waters. And that's all I got on this page. That's a lot for, I probably did this in like an hour or something one day just because I was wanting to or something. I don't know, 2008 or whatever.
boxing, but uh, <coughs> they sell uh, Blood, Red Sky, whatever on Netflix for like 15 more minutes or something. Anyways. It says 20 minutes, so I'm gonna like 